The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day guys and welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bowlett. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, g'day, yeah, g'day, Paul. Uh, there we go. We have a lot of stuff to talk about these days. We haven't really been on for a while. No, well, we, we missed we, we missed a bit and we're setting up some records. I, I'm actually really excited today. We've got the Ochoa Boys on. I absolutely love them. We're working, uh, we had one of the older boys in a TV show um, that we've been going back and forth with, with uh, Nickelodeon for Let's Dance. We have Rick Ochoa there. And then the younger one was in The Good Dinosaur. So these boys have done everything. They're gorgeous. They're smart. They're wonderful. Um, and we so at least we know talked what- to them before, right? There's like, yeah, uh, we had them on before. There's like a baseball team's worth of them, right? How many are there? There are four. Four? Mm-hmm. Still pretty big. They're, All right. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a big family. They're they're essentially. I think I think the dad is uh, trying to take all the congressional seats in California, and I'm all for it. They're brilliant guys. So that's <laughs> our guest today. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Oscars and Ricky Gervais. I know you had mentioned Ricky Gervais before okay. you came on. I definitely think right. we should discuss that. Not the Oscars and, we t- and Ricky Gervais, but the two different no. <laughs> different subjects to talk about. Two different subjects. Uh, Ricky Gervais well, and Golden was- Globes. We're talking about the women getting snubbed for the Oscars. But, I mean, at this point, who really gives a shit? I'd like to remind everyone, every time we swear, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America. We give money to the Humane Society, and we give money to free MMA. So every time we swear, we are helping children. Damn it. Okay, so um, who really cares? I mean, the the, the shows are dying, but... The, the award shows are dying. The Razzies are getting as popular as the Oscars, and I like the Razzies better. Well, Sandra what, Bullock was what, awesome at the Razzies. When, when the Razzies finally hit some sort of uh, network, either basic cable or air, you know, then we'll say that they're actually starting to really get popular. Because how many people actually are going to show up to those things? Alexis, and call the Razzies. Say, I want to work with them, and, and I want to get them on network. And you want to be smart? I'll I put will them on network myself. <laughs> I'll say this. They, I think they treated Jack and Jill unfairly. You know? Why? Well, when they were saying, like, the best... Uh, they, they nominated for best worst on-screen chemistry between Adam Sandler and Adam Sandler. Yes. And then there was, like, it was worst remake. They, they reached for some of, the, some of the other ones. And, you know, there's actually some really funny stuff in Jack and Jill. Anything that involved Al Pacino was freaking amazing. Because uh, he literally just... In, in in that one movie, took the piss out of just his entire career, which were in a marvelously self-deprecating way. Right. But the other thing was a teenage boner, a teenage fart comedy. So, go. I know. I, I have no problem with it. I happen, I happen to love Adam Sandler, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to knock it. I'm just saying everyone most, has their moments. Like most actors, right. I don't care how good you are, you're going to have some piss poor moments. I was a very, very mediocre actress, and even I had moments where I was good. 
so you know, terrible ones have piss poor moments, and mediocre ones have. Yeah, the- <laughs> I, I'm not going to try and put my my resume up against uh, any of the people that we're talking about today. But hmm, you know, that's just how it goes. But they 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 really seem to like we're going to make an example, and we want Jack and Jill to have the most Razzie nominations and wins possible. I think so they were trying to with, with Jack and Jill. I think they were just passive aggressively taking out their anger on Eddie Murphy because they couldn't get him uh, playing the same role forty times. Well, you know, I don't know. I think actually, I think Eddie Murphy got snubbed this year here because that uh, Dolomite is that my name is Dolomite or Dolomite is oh, my, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Dolomite movie was freaking fantastic and didn't get nominated for squat. Well, I know everyone's squawking because there weren't enough. Uh, there weren't any female director nominations, right? Where I there bet. were some, there were at least one movie off the top of my head was not Little Women was nominated, but the, but because there's more films that are nominated than directors, uh, in this case, I believe it's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I see. I guess I get stuck with I don't care if it's female or male director. I just yeah, like to see it, it's 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 talent, and mm-hmm. I know we're trying to hit some uh, benchmarks here. Like, oh, we've got this number of this, we've got this number of this, and I can tell you, I got my job, you know, because I was a token. I'm not going to tell lies. I just turned out to be good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, I, just, I will say say this to me. It's all about, and there are, I would say, some one director in particular that I'm going to going to hack on is. Uh, Overloved by the Academy. Scorsese, my money's on Scorsese. Mingo, because oh my god, the Irishman was like it was like second grade all over again. It was I'm not learning much, but I'm bored as hell. Hell, the whole time. And I will say that there were three movies that weren't nominated that were directed, happened to be directed by women. The Farewell with Aquafina was amazing. Honey Boy, uh Shia LaBeouf's basically life story was freaking amazing and get your freaking kleenex out uh the uh won't you be my neighbor uh the mr rogers movie was that yeah, a cry fest yeah pretty much pretty what much. happened i am not made of stone you they know killed mr just, rogers no they no it's just they you, you're kind of like you're sad because it's like wow this guy was amazing and he's gone and he wasn't really, I would say, as well loved. Uh, he, he, he saw a lot of love in his life, life. But uh, he's nowadays. I don't know if he's that that remembered from what for what he was. Here's one for you. He put mm-hmm. himself because uh, in a time when we were arguing about integration in swimming pools, he mm-hmm. put the first reoccurring um, black co-star on cable television was his mailman. And his own version of protest was to get a kiddie pool and put his feet in the kiddie pool with the black mailman. And that mm-hmm. was uh, and that was a nod towards uh, integration. Like, just some of the ways he did things I thought was incredibly kind. I haven't seen the movie, yeah. I have to say this. I when you see the movie, movie, you find out, like, little, little quirks he had, uh, which were just more things that just made him just like, oh, yeah, this guy was. Do they talk should... about his civil rights work and all of that? No, no, no. Uh, the, he's actually, uh, which if you can believe this, uh, Tom Hanks was nominated uh, for Best Supporting Actor. Because the movie 10 is about the a, a reporter who interviewed 
Mr. Rogers and this just this little brief time that Mr. Rogers was in this reporter's life. He says his life changed all for the better. Uh, so it's been a lot. It's been more time on the journalist. Uh, boo. Well, it's Tom Hanks. I still think he should get best leading man for any supporting role, cameo <laughs> or photograph taken. Just personally. I know. He's probably got enough sitting on the shelf. You know, <laughs> so, I'm yeah. just saying, like, if he takes a photograph, that should be best actor. It's Tom Hanks. Um, but I, I think got stuff for bachelor party, but that's just me. Sorry. I, I I remember the days like looking this up. I remember uh, way back when I was a kid. He played bad guys. He played all kinds of stuff before he was, you know, Tom Hanks as we know him now. It's like uh, what you call it. It's like it's uh, like Beyonce when everyone kind of knew she was an airhead before they covered it up by calling her Queen Bee. Um, and stopped letting anyone interview her because she was an airhead. Um, the, no, and no, she's a brilliant singer, talented woman. Um, but she was homeschooled, incredibly sheltered. She gives terrible interviews. And the term that was used by someone that did interview her was dumb as a stump. I'm going to disagree with that. She's clearly smart enough to get her life in the right place. But I'd say selectively intelligent would be probably a better way of putting it. <laughs> Selectively, um, that's a so really good way of putting it because everybody's like smart in certain areas. Exactly, she's selectively intelligent, um, and and then everything got covered up because she married this brilliant man that was like, um, Cosmo's going to interview you, but instead of letting them come interview you, we're going to have your friend come and interview you, and we're not going to tell you know we're not going to let them do it. We're going to control the questions, the fo- like. Really, it's it's insane, genuinely insane. The amount of controlled yeah. media around this woman because of her, um, because of her selective intelligence. So, it, right. it's, and, and but, you, you know, of, it's it's better to let it's better to live in the illusion than it is to open your mouth and confront. I, I, yeah, that's what, what's you know? the expression. It's better to be a, a thought of fool than open your mouth and conf- confirm it's it. Convince everyone that you are. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, that's an old so. adage. Yeah, they make a ton. She makes a ton of money off her music and her performances and all that kind of. It's just uh, not so much on her acting. Uh, You know, yeah. I'm I'm still mad at her as an artist. No, Austin Powers was fine. She was terrible. She was a terrible lion. Uh, Dead as a voice actor, just dead. But um, I will say this: when you look at Tom Hanks in his career, he didn't always play the kind of roles he does now. He did play bad guys and villains and like all of these oddball characters until he kind of uh, moved into the groove and became Tom Hanks. There was one where he played that was shot in like Southeast Asia where he was a real creep, a swindler. Uh, if you can tell yeah, us the name of this oh, movie. Is that Volunteers? <laughs> the one Volunteers I, with the... With no, the that, that, Candy? Was, that was a different one. He was in this one with his wife. If you can tell us the name of this movie, that's volunteers. Um, we will give you. It was. It was another. It, this maybe. Maybe that was it. If you can t- confirm the name of this movie, tell me if this is what we're talking about. You can win a uh, free ATV ride at off-road rentals in Palm Springs, California. A float at True Rest, Sedona or Las Vegas. It's good for a float anywhere at any True Rest bar. Um, maybe that was it, but he did a few that he was, he was really bad. Like he was a really bad guy. 
All right. If anyone could come up with the name, uh, let this be for the trivia question. Okay. Uh, if anybody could come up with the name of the one where he plays a uh, a role playing Dungeons and Dragons uh, player gone bad. Okay. So best of luck. Was that Dungeons and Dragons? Because I know Chris Lloyd was in that, and that was just terrible. We don't talk about the dark. Oh, no, 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 no. This <laughs> is actually joke, it was based. It was based off a true story. All right, guys. If you can tell us that, we'll give you a free ride yeah. uh, at Off-Road Rentals or a free fr- float at True Rest, mm-hmm. um, Sojourner or Las Vegas. And I'm going to say I went to Twitter to go ask, answer questions, and I realized we're actually pre-recording this show. So it is uh, Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm shocked at all uh, the week's uh, news, and we chose not to cover it because today's Friday, right? Um, <laughs> like so, So anything we skipped... Uh, yeah, this is why, this is why we're missing all the important news. It's Tuesday, but, um, and we have no questions on Twitter. I I find it interesting how, how well controlled, um, some, some people's images are. Again, I'm going to go to Beyonce. Then you have other people that have zero control over their images. Um, and then people who manage to keep careers going or lose careers, over behavioral things. I know we were talking about uh, Kristen Johnson. I was looking at a show called The Exes. I couldn't figure out why it had all the actors, you know, these sitcom actors I love, and I'd never heard of this damn mm-hmm. show. Apparently, it was done for TV land. Right. And Which then is why we never heard of the damn show. It, it, I, I don't know. I don't watch Toledo. The only, I think, as they probably produced a bunch of TV shows off the top of my head, I can only think of Hot in Cleveland, you know? Okay. I'm going to say this. Bad TV land. Bad, naughty, naughty. I, I like distribution and marketing is is my bread and butter. Shame on all of you. It breaks my heart. <laughs> like to yes, and I'm old you. enough, and, and I'm old enough to see stuff where you know where it's nostalgia, you know, which is kind of what you know, TV Land is selling. So I'm but, like in their demographic. But that's it, it. Breaks my heart. You guys didn't do your marketing right. You have a show on for four seasons, and no one knows what the hell it is. Shame on you. I couldn't tell you how many seasons hot in Cleveland went. Again, shame on them. There's a little part of me that like died a bit. I'm like, how can how can this possibly happen? Do you have a show like this that I, I don't know about? I couldn't figure out if I was bad at my job, which I'm not, so that was that was scary. And then <laughs> um, or or if it was bad marketing. It just really kind of took me by surprise. I was really, really surprised. But that was their uh I guess their version of bad marketing. That's uh, well, non-existent or well, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, let's go with this. TV Land. Learn from John Carter. Disneyland's dark days. <laughs> well, not Disneyland. Disney's dark days. Disneyland. I'm losing my mind. Disney's mm. dark days. Learn from John Carter. Naughty, naughty, bad, naughty, bad. Go to the corner. Feel like zoot. Yeah, tell me what that reference is, guys. All right, I think we have um, our guest. I do want to jump on Ricky Gervais really, really quickly, and then I want to get to our guests. Uh, Ricky Gervais kind of gave all of Hollywood a tongue lashing, which I thought was fantastic. Well, yeah, I'm I'm always a fan of when when the, somebody gets the piss taken out of them. Well, one of my favorite lines in uh, Get Smart. I actually like the movie Get Smart because I loved the show Get Smart. Um, and I think uh, 
uh, what's his face? Oh, oh my God, I love the actor and I'm, I'm blanking. Carol, uh, the lead actor from Get Smart. Oh. He was the lead actor in The Office. And Don I was using, No. The, oh, Carell, Steve Carell, Steve Carell, the movie. The movie. That was driving okay. me nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the movie, uh, the bad guy turns around at one point and he's like, well, you're going to blow up. What about all those star- the celebrities? And he's like, oh, yes, what will we do without their razor-sharp political commentary? In, you know, in Team America, Sean Penn, obviously, is talking about Iraq being with their, you know, with the gumdrop houses and, you know, jelly bean streams and everything was great. Just everyone. The member of the Film Actors Guild. (laughs) The member of FAG. As FAG. Also known as FAG. Um, Yeah. Damon ended up retarded on that was his puppet came out. And he said he would have been offended if these guys didn't make fun of him because they were friends of his. His puppet looked retarded, so they cut all of his lines and just went with <laughs> Matt Damon. They didn't cut his lines. They gave them all to the Tim Robbins puppet. Oh, uh, did they? I didn't know that. Yeah. He, he, well, there's, you know, they there was still, like, you know, lines structural to the story to move the, the story along. Happened, so they moved right. it to Tim so Robbins. The, so Tim that. Robbins' part got way bigger. And and like I can't can we show that the snowflake? I would like to see what you know. I everyone knows Team America. It's fantastic. Oh, is does it have like the blazing saddles type thing where it's just like there ain't no way it can be made today? Uh, yeah, (laughs) I love blazing saddles though. So Mm. I'd like there's some films I'd like to see, but we jump boy boy did we uh jump jump track here anyway there are a lot of places that do what ricky gervais did like we were just talking about those films that kind of jump on hollywood for the political political commentary right um but they don't do it as well as ricky gervais uh i think just ricky this is this is what happened and it's a similar thing happened i would say with uh dave Chappelle uh when he uh, uh the accepted his mark twain award or, you know, he's sitting, he was sitting there uh, doing his acceptance speech, smoking a cigarette. And it's like, hey, you guys see what I'm doing here? It's called leverage. You make enough for that. Nobody can hurt you. There you go. And I, I love like people that. who scoot through the power. I mean, there was that, that one double tap. Tap. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to do the accent. They're really crazy. But, yes, there's a show about a man whose wife wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. Spoiler alert, season two is on the way, so they obviously didn't kill himself, just like Jeffrey Epstein. Now, now shut oh. up, shut up. I know he's your friend. Shut up, shut up. You know, that was the pop right there. there and, uh, yeah, Tom Hanks uh, doing a big groan. That has been all over. He's been memed. Me like do it when he really kind of groaned. I think it was during that one, but there was a lot of them during that one. And of course, uh, you see, with like the, the one of the military veteran up there, Adam Driver, he was just laughing his ass off. I think it's great. I love mm-hmm. Adam Driver, but that's it. I think I think we work in entertainment. We got to have thicker skin. I mean, come on, half of our job is being told you're too fat, you're too skinny, you're too blonde, you're too dark. You're too white, you're too female, you're too black, mm-hmm. you're too male, you're too short, you're too tall. I mean, half of our job is being told, no, you're ugly. But it's, but it's yeah, that. too much pain, that's, not enough. That stuff right there, you know, which is like, why do we think we have the moral high ground? Yeah, you we're know? the most judgmental assholes on the planet. 
Yeah. The, Our the tap job is to be Harvey Weinstein for how freaking long? You know? I mean, come on. So that's it. We, you know, we, we cover, we're still covering for assholes. I mean, I know I am. I'm under NDAs mm-hmm. to not say anything. I'm covering. I could, you know, go out, go public. I'm sure he hurt other women. But if I do, I, you know, I like food and shelter. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I have incentive yeah, not to. There's that. And that's the inherent problem. Problem is like we they got us by the short hairs. We we won't get a job if we start saying what we should. And I'm glad this, this this something that had to happen. Hats off to Ronan Farrow. This book is yeah, freaking amazing. Guy. Amazing. No way. That's freaking Woody Allen's kid. Ain't buying that for a minute. Uh-uh. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. He's got kind of looks like his mom more than more than either Frank or Woody, but. But it's going to be Frank Sinatra's kid. Like, I'm just going with his Frank Sinatra because I like Sinatra better. I like the mob better than the child molester. Um, Just saying. Uh, We do need to jump to the next segment. I do want to give a quick shout-out to my partners over at Tiny Bubble Hair Salon. Thank you for making me red carpet ready and gorgeous, uh, especially in the new year because I look like a roadkill. You saved my ass. Thank you. Cartel Coffee Company, thank you for all your charitable work. The New Palm Springs Diet, you guys know Dr. Russ. You send in a bunch of things saying you love him, you miss him, and you have questions on how to get skinny. Get his under-the-tongue spray thing. It really does help you lose weight. Um, and those, I just want to give those quick shout-outs. And then thank you uh, to our very, very, very special guest today. They'll be coming on in just a moment. Uh, the Ochoa Boys, they have a new album coming out and a new song coming out. Their new song is Ghost, but the full album comes out Friday. It's called Our type It's uh, the Ochoa Boys. I know we've had them on before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they became a music group in 2012. They write, co-producer on music. They're all working actors on television, on the movies. The second oldest brother was featured in Nickelodeon's iCarly, Disney's Pair of Kings. The youngest brother, Raymond Ochoa, was in um, Disney Pixar's movie The Good Dinosaur. You can catch Robert on season nine of Shameless. Like These and boys are all over the place. Yeah. And we can hear all about it when we come right back. So. Very good point. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin, host of The Militant Moderate. We'll be back with the Ochoa Boys, which is why you guys are here. I know it's after this. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in for In the Black. Host Bob Dickerson and his guests take a look at black America and its socioeconomic place. In the Black will discuss the positive issues affecting black Americans, including education improvements, business growth, closing the racial wealth gap, activism, and more. In order for America to reach its full potential, black America must do the same. Tune in to In the Black, live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? Definitely not. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning in to the CBD Ed Show with host Edward Cheney. Ed will explain full-spectrum CBD, where the whole hemp plant can be used for treatment, and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. 
Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with the Ochoa Boys. Okay, we have the Ochoa Boys. Uh, We got three out of four today. So uh, I think last time I went youngest to oldest, so this time we'll go oldest to youngest. Uh, Introduce yourself. Starting with the oldest. What up, everybody? Well, first of all, thank you guys for having us. This is Ryan Ochoa. I'm, I guess I'm the oldest here on the in the interview. Hey, guys, uh, I'm, Bob- I'm Bobby. My real name's Robert, so it's, it'll be another uh, talking point for our album, but um, but this is Bobby, just to help you guys uh, separate my voice as well. And uh, what's up, guys? Nice. Uh, it's Raymond, the youngest and the coolest. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you wish it, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, in defense, the most humble, yeah. Well, I liked him in The Good Dinosaurs, so don't be smart. Like, I, that was such a cute film. Yes, this is the one that, that played The Good Dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a, with, a, with a super extreme deep voice now. Yeah, it, it's uh, something has puberty. gone terribly yeah. wrong. You yeah. do not sound yeah. like... I've, I've watched The Good Dinosaur actually just a few weeks ago. And I'm kind of sitting here expecting this little kid voice. What's gone wrong? What have you done? No, I'm, I'm kidding. That's, uh, well, that's well, funny. Here, here, here. If this, if this is how you want it to sound, as long as you can find the river, you can find your way home. <laughs> I mean, if that's, if that's what you're looking for, there you go. Perfect. Fair Thank you. That just made my day. <laughs> Versatility and still available for any reshoots. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that was, that was kind of so, tough for him, though, not going to lie. I already know. <laughs> he had to dig down deep into his voice for those. <laughs> really working. <laughs> now, what have you guys been up to? I'm really excited. You have a new album coming out. You've got a uh, new song out. Like, your album is coming out Friday, which is today for everyone listening, mm-hmm. um, which is our type. And then you have a new song, Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, we're so excited. I mean, this is uh, we keep telling everybody this is our biggest project yet. I mean, as a, as an artist, as brothers, as as individuals. I mean, I would say this is our us three for sure. This is our biggest project. Like, um, probably just as, as people, even over any movie, any show, we've put so much into this album. And I mean, I've been telling my closest of friends the past, you know, two days, uh, because we just finalized it actually, um, you know, the, the beginning of the, the end of, of last week. And, uh, this is, it, this is the greatest project probably I've, I've been a part of it. And just to be able to share, um, I'm so excited. I can't explain it, but yes, the album is out, uh, Friday, which is today. And, uh, we have a music video that we dropped last Friday for Ghost, which is one of the songs on the album. So you can check that out on Vivo right now. And uh, I guess the last thing that, you know, we're all probably going to talk about it because, it, you know, it's, it's the biggest thing in our life right now. We've, uh, I don't want to give away too much, you know, about the album, but 
we've put so much work and time and and uh, this is us i mean you know people always talk about who we are as individuals as brothers as as people and uh what we go through on a daily basis and this is us basically putting everything and letting the world know like who who the Ochoa boys really are and if you want to know and you want to know like you know how we stay true to ourselves how how we deal with the outside noise daily um this is our type this is our type of music and our type of genre and and uh just what we want to share with the world our type of communication I like that now what did you find working together I mean your your brothers working together if I had to work with my brother one of us would be dead and it would probably be me um I, I love him but how do you guys work together as a family I mean no offense like I've worked for my mom um and she's just terrifying I've worked with family in the past. I mean, that's hard. How do you guys do it? Well, you I, separate well, them. Ray can answer, but I, I mean, I hear that. We hear it's crazy because we hear that all the time. I'm gonna let Ray answer. Go ahead and answer that. I'm just gonna stay off of what she was saying because she was saying that like with her family. You know, it's like everyone tells us that all the time. You know, like families, and that's a big thing just in general with groups too. Like it's, it's families and groups. There's a lot of people. It, these days especially like splitting up or you know things like that but it's and we even say it in a, in a on a music pl- platform we always we always say like hey like in the end you know if somehow something didn't work out it's like we're still brothers you know and it's like sometimes you know that's that's hard for you know some some families don't get to have that you know kind of communication like we do it's just we grew up like very like really close to each other you know we grew up always wanting to you know share the same passions and like you know and, and do the same things you know whether it's music and acting and it's just like this is something that we were we were able to pick together like music and do it all together and share that and it's like right now like we're all you know with with our oldest brother with i mean youngest brother raymond he just um you know recently turned 18 finally so now with all of us we're all you know young adults you know with with my oldest brother to raymond we're all adults now so it's like we're sharing this like at our you know, I, I would say, like, the best time of our lives right now, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right, but, you know, none of us are married, so it's like, you know, we get to live the dream together. Well, I, I want to add on to it, but you, you answer first, but I, I do want to, have to say something, too. Um, see, for your question is how, how you do it. Honestly, we give most of our credit to our parents. Like, our parents, they raise us a certain way, so... When we were growing up, I mean, like, my biggest role models were my brothers, you know, and they were also my best friends, but everything about them is like, you know, I kind of, I kind of, I emulated that, you know, I wanted to be like them so bad, you know, they were, they were everything I wanted to be as a person, as, as, as a, as a human. And, you know, with that being said, as I grew, as I got older, it kind of just stayed the same, you know, so we became closer as friends. Then we wanted to start sharing a journey together, you know, so we started this, what, almost seven years ago, uh, the music industry together. And then, I mean, now it's just come to the point where everything's kind of falling in line with, you know, age and, you know, our audience and music. Everything kind of, like, falls in line together. But how we work together so well is, I mean, in reality, we're, we're brothers. Yes, we do fight. I mean, we have our, we have our problems. We all have, think, like, we have our own minds. So we have our own opinions that we give. And, you know, sometimes they don't agree with each other. But, you know, we, we always compensate for one another, you know, and that's the thing I think that makes it work the most is that we all understand each other. We, I mean, everyone, we know each other. We're brothers. We understand each other. We know how we think. 
so we know how to, how to resolve issues together. So if there's ever a problem, it's always fixed. It's always never pushed aside. You know, it's not like we drive home and go different ways. If, we're, if we have a problem, we literally are in the same house. So we, we fight until we figure out the problem and we get it resolved. And that's kind of how it's always worked is we never really leave an issue unresolved. We always, you know, work things together. And plus we're just, we're really close. So it's, it's fun to share a journey with each other. I do. You, you, like, Raymond nailed it with the, with the, uh, we all have our own minds. Because that's what I was going to say is the truth is as much as it's awesome to, you know, live the dream together as a family, it's not just us three, you know, we have our, you know, we have our older brother, Rick, who was, you know, he's not in, I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to spoil too much. He's not in the album as, as much as, you know, some may think or not think, but he is in the album, but he's just as much important behind the scenes. Like Raymond said, our mom and dad are, you know, the driving force of this album and our producer, RNS Beats. I mean, he's been the one that has, just inspired us and kind of carried us along the way through this journey and that's why we're this is a team project like we, we always say in our, our group chat this is dream team right now but with that being said there is so many differences and there's so many opinions like Raymond said so there is you know creative you know uh, struggles but at the end of the day that's the best part of the process and that's why that's when the best uh, work comes is when you have Ten different opinions coming together and say, "Okay, how do we take ten opinions and make this into one?" And ultimately, you have so much good ideas that you know whether it's a song or an artwork or you know just an, an idea for a promo or whatever. This whole album is all of that put into one. So, oh, and, and, and honestly, truth be told, it, this album wouldn't be done if it was just you know if we left it to one person. Yeah. It took all of us to make this in every aspect from. Music, to but mainly me. <laughs> it, took, it took all aspects. I mean, from from promo to to album artwork to to making the music, everything about it took the whole team to to work time. together. Time, time, like it took everything. It took all of us to to really make this album work and and really be something that's just insanely different from what you'll ever imagine uh, an album would be like. Well, so said, what did you find most? Mm-hmm. I hope I hope that answers your question. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it made me more yeah. curious, yeah, though. I'm, I'm like I'm I'm more curious now. What was the most difficult part of making this album? Working with Raymond. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> just co- the constant jokes about acting like they're the lead singers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, true the. The biggest struggle I feel like is is because we're also still actors, so I think managing time to go to the studio yeah. and being with us, like we have so much stuff going on all the time. And when we're in the studio, we want to live there. We want to be there for you know forty eight hours. But you know we also have other stuff to do in our lives. You know we need to be able to get home and sleep because you know we might have an audition or we might have to go film the next day. You know little things like that. I think the biggest struggle was time management because. It, it wasn't, you know, we went in the studio and we would do a song and then that was it. it. You know, it took us multiple times going into a studio just to complete one song, you know? So with that, it takes a lot of time and uh, to, to really... And that's why this album took over uh, around, like, two years to complete because, it, I mean, it, it, really, it really was time-consuming. Time I, I was love. 
I won't make this long, but I, but just to answer, I feel like the beginning of this album and the end of this album have been the toughest. The middle was all fun. Like it was all just, I'm going to tell you why though. So the, right. the middle, the middle was all a journey. Everything we did was a journey. It was fun and it was exciting. But the very beginning of this album, like, you know, not to spoil a lot, like, like Ryan said, but like with our, with not our, spoiling anything exactly, on this interview. Exactly, exactly. But like with our oldest brother, with, you know, his transformation in his life as well, like, you know, and, and after graduating college and, and, and getting, you know, a, a full time job. job, like a really nice job, you know, all that, like, you know, we, you know, there was a big, there was a big, you know, transformation for all of us. And we all what, what realized things. I think we were trying to say is direction. We didn't, yeah, we didn't yeah. really know what the direction we Exactly. And that's that. what I'm saying. It's like, there was a, there was a big step just for our music, just for like us staying and us stepping up as, as us three as individuals, like with our oldest brother, like yeah. he wrote like, like honestly, 90 something, probably 90% of our, our music originally, like he wrote majority of it and we we like contributed like threw in stuff like we threw in things but like with our oldest brother like you know moving on with his life in a way as well um you know it was a big thing for us to like say like look at we're gonna take on this role and and do it and it's like now leadership yeah exactly now all of us now the three of us write everything that that you're gonna hear you know and it's and it's our life and it's like we're explaining our story you know and it's like that was a huge step for us you know at the very beginning and now the very end as like a joke as well well it's been this last like two weeks like everything has been well actually since like this like Raymond's birthday because us going in the studio and finishing up our, our final touches on songs everything has been against us to be like you're not releasing this album but like we're like no we are going to you maybe, know? maybe one day maybe one day when we're you know when you know we're old and people ask you know that our type album is still one of the best like what what were you guys talking about with the very end, those last two weeks? Maybe we'll tell, but, you know, the truth is, it's kind of like inner jokes amongst us, our family, but there has been so much in the past two weeks that it's just, it just seemed like, is, is God telling us not to release this album? Is it not supposed to? Are we not supposed to put this song and this song and this song on the album? And uh, we, we, you know, amongst us three and our producer, we basically said, look, we're not letting anything get in the way. We're finishing it. And uh, we'll just say this. We literally got our album submitted like 10 minutes before the deadline was to be able to release it on time. We'll just say that. So hopefully by the end of this, uh, after this sentence, I say, you know, Apple decides to send us some new phones or something. But because <laughs> if it wasn't for... If it wasn't for those new things on the X where you can do those emojis with the characters, we'd be pulling our hair out and we would have no hair right now. So we are thankful for that. Yeah. So points to Apple for that. I'm really curious. Now, I want to know more about this, but I did, we did get a question last time. When We're going to run to break, and when we come back, I'd love for you guys to answer it. Uh, what advice would you have to aspiring actors and filmmakers and people that are trying, especially as brothers? Because... It's really hard. You see family bands especially and family music groups break up a lot. How do you guys keep it together and what advice would you have for people starting? I'm going to ask you that when we come back after this. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with the Ochoa Boys and, of course, my co-host, host of the Militant Modern, Paul Michael Bolin, and we'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are a pet owner, you know there's a special connection between us and our pets. They are part of the family. The owners of special breeds also understand the important roles they play. Tune in for Greyhounds Make Great Pets to find out more about one special breed. Hosted by Rory and Kathy Goray, along with TJ Beter, we'll focus on greyhounds, but we'll also cover topics that apply to any pet owner, like animal welfare issues, racing, and more. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with Paul Michael Bolin, my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, and of course, the Ochoa Boys, who we were chatting with before the break. And I know I asked you guys a question then, I'm going to reiterate it uh, now a little bit, but you were telling us some interesting stuff during the break. Can we go into that a little bit? My way. Okay, yes, I got it. I was ready to answer before the break. Um, okay. I, I will start off with, you have to have a... Not You can't have a one-sided mind. You have to be open to any and all directions. And, and if something isn't meant to be, you know, happen one day, doesn't mean it can't happen the next. But, hey, if it doesn't happen, it wasn't meant to be. That's, like, honestly how it starts. But me being a upcoming filmmaker, I don't know if I still say upcoming, but um, recently, as I mentioned earlier, we have a, our new music video is on on Vivo, right? And you did. Yeah, yeah, and it, you know, it's a very big video. I don't like, you know, talk about the, you know, whatever, what went into it, but on paper, it's a very big video, and we had a lot of, you know, you know, really cool people, a lot of close friends involved in it, and like we said earlier, it, would, it almost didn't happen, but... We we knew this was like the the upgrade we needed in our in our visuals, right? And uh, I almost didn't get to direct the video because of you know just who I am. People didn't want me to be a part of such a you know big project, okay? And uh, but with that being said, my advice to everybody is: yes, people always say don't let anything you know stop you. 
But if you believe in what you want to do, you're going to make sure it gets done. And if it's not to, if it's not to the standard of, of what others think, who cares? Because at the end of the day, all that matters is you're doing what you want to do. You're doing what you love and make sure it gets done. Yes, you want to do what you love, but you have to start somewhere. And I started somewhere. I picked up a camera. I went into an audition. Don't just say I want to do something and not do it. You have to start somewhere. And that's what matters. I started picking up a camera. I put my name to something and said I directed it, which gave me the opportunity for, hey, one more person to believe in me that, you know, gave me my chance. And hopefully it'll give me another chance down the road. But you have to start somewhere. I think that's phenomenal advice. You need to consistently be working and you need to be working towards something. Working and spinning in circles won't get you anywhere. But if you're working towards a goal, that makes all the difference. I think that's very, very good advice. Now, I know we always get cut off towards the end of the show because we get into everything. Tell everyone where to find you on social media now before we get into the next question and run out of time. Okay. Perfect. So, um, well, I'll give you our group. Um, our group is Ochoa. I'll give you our group is Ochoa Boys, and that's where, you know, this is where you're going to be able to find our album, and it's, you know, it's going to be on. We're going to be connected through everything, but Ochoa Boys is where you find us individually. With so, a Z. With a Z, though. So if you put Ochoa Boys in there, I don't know where you're going to find. <laughs> Maybe you have a couple pictures of us. <laughs> but Ochoa Boys with a Z, that's, that's going to be our group on basically all social media, like most platforms. Um, and then Twitter yeah that's Instagram and Twitter then we have our individuals we don't even need to say that just Ocho Boys will find it trust me I promise you you'll find it through there we're tagged in every but, photo but <laughs> also get, I'm on TikTok Ryan Ocho official I just joined <laughs> <laughs> of course Ryan's got to do his plug okay. <laughs> no but uh, but we have Ocho Boys and then we have our, our YouTube as well which is, you get we have we have like our, our separate YouTube uh, account which is Ocho Boys or you can get our we have a YouTube page uh, Vivo I mean uh, Ocho Boys Vivo so that, that you can find a couple of our music videos up right now and more coming soon and then um, yeah and then our album you'll hear that honestly you can find Apple it like music, anywhere but Spotify. Apple Music every, it's, it's going to be everywhere it's going to be awesome if Google Music is a thing it's on that <laughs> Google Play and no it's going to be on everything uh, on any platform. any platform that you can just you know don't illegally download it. <laughs> just remember, the Z is so important, though. Like, if you say, like, oh, my gosh, I love that new Ocho Boy song, please say Z. Please. I'm just kidding. No, but true. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I'm not. Just kidding, not. But yeah, that's it. Ocho Boys. Yeah, I know. You can Ocho find all Boys. <laughs> okay, yeah, like, sorry. I'm having a giggle here. I'm trying not to laugh into the mic because it's going to cover up what you guys are saying. But I, I like that. I love the way you guys interact. I know it's entertaining for me. It's entertaining for everyone listening. Um, what are you most proud of with this album? Most proud of in the album? Everything we are. For me, it's everything we overcame. I mean, we, we, overcame, we overcame a lot of adversity. Like we said, there's a lot of different stuff that we overcame. But, I mean, we also, we also grew as brothers through this by making it. We found ourselves as artists truly what we contribute i mean like there's so much i can't like you know specifically label one thing but truly like if it if we were doing like a really broad aspect of it it would be just you know all the things we've overcame and all the adversity we we pushed through and 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 really that we really found ourselves as as artists uh yeah that's mine 100 i would say i mean everything raymond said was 
totally true and spot on too, but I just to kind of throw something new in there. As well, like you said, finding as artists, we really did, you know, even when even when we were doing like right towards the end with all of our songs with Rick and, and mostly folks on that, but as we opened up into this new album, we really like found, you know, what each of us individually contribute to this group as well, um, musically. And that is kind of one of the big inspirations of our album and like something that is secretly hidden and I won't say it, but there's something on our album that also gives you that idea of why each of us individually like, or what each of us individually bring to this album. And that's, and that really is something that's, you know, that's an awesome proud moment. You know, that's really cool because what Bobby, what Bobby just said is, no, you're not going to expect it on this album. That's the truth. You're not going to expect it, especially being a group. Um, but going back to being brothers, as long as we're, as long as we support each other, it doesn't, you know, doesn't really matter. But um, I, I will say, like, mine's kind of like three. One is I'm just very proud of my brothers individually, like like Bobby said and, and Raymond said about what we overcame and just everything, just watching them and and everything they did through this and the work and the struggles and the and, and just that the balance how they balanced everything i'm just really proud of how you know how they finished and uh two people may i i know like i know this for a fact people are like oh the ocho boys have an album like oh who cares i know that's already been a thought you know from a few people you know um I care. the truth is is so screw them when you hear this sorry when At least they know who they are. This, i can <laughs> i can say this with confidence that when people hear this it's like, oh, oh, dang! These guys are for real. They're not messing around. What, what he's trying to say in a very nice way is, uh, all those people that are thinking that we're going to shut them all up. Is basically what he's saying. But that was <laughs> yeah. a very nice way. But with, with not in that. The, the point is, is that we're actually artists. Like I, I look at, I look at us now. Like I can say, yeah, we actually can call ourselves artists after listening to this album. And it kind of starts with Bobby, for real. It starts with Bobby, and you guys will hear that. And then three, for me, proud. I'm just proud of of, of everything that I contributed to the album because, I mean, people don't really know everything and all the hours that I put in myself. And uh, But you know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It matters what everybody thinks. And when everybody, you know, when... When people start listening and, you know, one opinion comes in and they say, oh, my God, this is the best album ever. If, that, if I hear that from one person, every single minute was worth my time. But, yeah, for me, it was everything that I did individually myself and, and how I actually, you know, yeah, like I said, I finished myself. So I think it's really cool. I think it's great you guys have done this. Um, we have about three minutes left. I want to ask, I'd love to get you guys on again after the album drops to talk about the reception, just because it, it sounds fantastic. And I'd really like to get you on again and talk about that if you guys are up for that. And Only if, um, only if one of them to talk about if after you've listened. 100%. I want to listen to it and then talk to you guys. Like, I, I, I want to hear it. So I'm looking forward to it. And then, is there anything we have about two minutes left? Is there anything you want to say to the audience? Saying to the audience, we, we can make it. We can make it two things. But what I was actually going to say, anyways, was that the one thing I want to leave with is, you know, like mentioning everything about the album about us is the main thing is that you know, like 
we say about being proud just kind of goes with everything we've talked about. You know, me and the boys are just, you know, we are really, you know, happy and proud of, you know, the music we're making and everything that you're about to hear. And this goes with all the songs you're going to hear and our song Ghost Out. It's like people tell us things all the time. But honestly, it's about silencing out everything and, you know, just pushing towards what you want. And we love our music. It's like we can't tell you you're going to love it. But we already have a feeling by everyone around us. Everyone, we haven't gotten many like of those kind of comments, but it's yeah. like, which only is it's only more motivating, you know, to hear that other people are enjoying it as well. But we enjoy it and we're happy with what we're making. So to be honest, like if anyone doesn't, then it's just like that's just another hater, and, and we we feed uh, that's going to be in our next album. We're going to write about you, you know. My one thing that I really want to leave with is is really to. To the fans that, that grew up with us and followed us from, you know, day one, we kind of, you know, we, we were still finding ourselves as, not only as artists, but as people, as everything, when they, you know, as people started kind of growing with us. So for all the ones that truly stuck with us through all the years, we really made this album for you. We made it for the people that are real to us, that are... That are that have always been consistent, that have showed love since day one, and really, it's just it. We're proud that we're finally giving off something, and we're showing something that, like, that a reason why you'd want to stick by, and yeah, and that that's really the truth, and we're thankful, and this is really just for them. And then, and I guess I that. I'm the last, I'm the last one. If you cut this out, that's fine. Who cares? But uh, <laughs> my, you know, all of my Ryanators and all of our Ochoanizers, Ochoanizers. Ochoanighters, <laughs> Ochoanighters, they uh, all, all nighters, yeah. Uh, yeah, they know. They honestly know how I feel. They know who I am as a person and everything. I mean, I I show it. I try to show it as much as I can on social media. But like Raymond said, you know, for real, thank you so much for everything that you guys have led up to. Just you know, keeping us going on the right track. But there's been nothing like what we're about to give you in return back. We've tried for so long, and if it wasn't for our producer. You know, RNSB, who just told us, based on every opinion that we've told them about every single person we've played the music for, he said, what are they telling you? What are they telling you? You guys got to share it with the world now. It's time for the, you know, the Ochoa boys to, to be heard everywhere. So for that, we want to thank our producer, and we want to thank everybody else who's, you know, loved it so far. And now it's time for the world to hear it. So enjoy our type. 2020, 20, 20. guys thank you so so much for being on go check out our type go get it i swear you guys love it listen to ghost it's fabulous i'm going to put up some links so you can go find everything thank you to your chow boys for being on today thank you of course to my co-host uh host of the militant motto paul michael boland i'm summer helene this was behind the scenes we'll see you guys next week Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.